Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, November 15th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Thanks for taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Chris Franklin and then John Clark. Hey, afternoon, Nick. Uh, first hey, of all, how's, oh, thanks, how's Dallas Goddard doing? And uh, second off, did you think that the hit was dirty? And did you discuss the hit with the referees? And what was their explanation? Um, Dallas is in, is in the concussion protocol. Um, yeah, you know, those, hit, those hits happen a lot of times. I'm not here to, to ever question the integrity of another player or anything like that. Like those, those happen, like you're going in there and you're going to, to get a hit and Dallas goes to the ground and, and the, and the guy's coming in, you know, where his head is named normally, um, was probably perfectly fine. But then as Dallas goes to the ground, it becomes an illegal hit or legal, whatever, um, and so I'm never going to and, and question the integrity of the player. I, I have a lot of respect for Justin Simmons. He's a, he's a really, really good football player, a phenomenal tackler. Um, and he's, we, he's, he showed a lot of good open field tackles yesterday. And uh, I think he's first-class uh, player in person as well of what I know of him. So I'm not, I'm not going to ever question that. Um, we always look at stuff. Uh, we always have a list of questions that we want to uh, ask the referees after the game just so we can uh, help our players, you know, teach our players. Uh, but hey, they got a hard job. The referees got a hard job, um, and they got to they got to make those things. You know, we always talk about this in our coach's office. Like, we have that we have that remote in our hands, and we can slow it down really slow, right, to show what's what's happening in that play. They got to ha- they got to make those decisions and split. You know, and, and game. You know, sp- with the speed of that game, that that game moves so quick. And so, uh, yeah, we always, but we always want to know some things like that happen in the game with officiating questions, so we can teach our guys uh, how to play, how to play the game right without being penalized. Go ahead, John, and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, Nick, you have really, really committed to the run the last three weeks, especially, um, and it's a shift, I, I think, in philosophy or whatever. Can you take me back to a moment, maybe? Was there a moment watching film, conversation with coaches or linemen or anything where you kind of had that shift? Um, you know, again, we just want to do what we, we think is best for us to, to win each football game. And, you know, that always starts with what you think you do well first, right? Um, and then it goes into what, you know, so you kind of look at your the things that you're doing well and what's what's working for you. Um, and then it goes into the scheme that you're the team, the, the team that you're playing scheme and their players. And so, you know, that's that's just something that we've we've wanted to you know, we've known we've had a good offensive line the whole time. Uh, we've we've always wanted to get the, the run game going to, to help uh, Jalen be more successful as a quarterback, um, you know, because that, that takes some of the pressure off him. Um, but, you know, I don't know if there was a, a shift or more so just a sense like, you know, it got going early in those games. Uh, a couple of those games, starting with Las Vegas, it kind of got going early in that game. Um, uh, we obviously got ourselves in a position where we got down there, but I, I, and so maybe you could say that shift happened in, in Las Vegas. Um, but that has always been our emphasis that we want to be able to run the ball. We ran the ball well. Um, you know, you don't just all of a sudden. I, I don't know. I think maybe we're in the top five of the league in rushing. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the stat is. Um, top but, in the NFL top in the nfc there you go um yes. i knew you john i knew you'd know the stat right there um but that just doesn't happen after three good games right it's it, it is the culmination of the entire year so you know we we felt like we've been running the ball well uh throughout um i know that i know that you know there's the 
we wanted to run it more, that, that people thought we should run it more. Um, and, you know, uh, just it's just the way games go sometimes. And so I don't want to say as a shift because, again, I think we've been running the ball pretty well the entire year. It's looked different here, game in, game out. Um, but that's going to be that's going to be part of the course for uh, the way it goes, whether you're under center, whether you're in the gun, whether you're zone reading, whether you're running gadgets, et cetera. Go ahead, Dave, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Nick, as you look back at some of the uh, the tough losses, tough moments you guys had earlier this season, how did you get the players to keep believing in you and your process, even when it wasn't yielding the results? Um, I think what we've talked about before is that uh, when you when you just kind of you're when you're talking through things and, and trying to get through hard times, um, and just all, also just your core values and your beliefs, like. I don't think what we're saying anything as a coaching staff that's outrageous, right? It's like, okay, oh, we, oh, the best, the teams that connect a lot do well. Well, yeah, that's pretty obvious, right? The, the teams that are cohesive teams, uh, they get their, they find themselves through through tough times. Um, you know, compete. Oh, you, teams that compete hard. You know, it's the same, like that have accountability, that have football IQ, that have fundamentals. Like, so it's not like we're saying anything that's. That's off the wall. I think I've I've kind of said that in here before. Like it's these, these are our core values that I think that our guys know, and in, in in some aspects have been true on all the good teams they've been a part of, and so it's just continuing to hammer home the things that, um, that we believe are a common th- denominator in good football teams, and and so that's the coaching side of it. I think the the player side of it is that we just got good guys on this football team. Um, we got good leaders on this football team. We got high fo- high football character guys. We got high character uh, individuals, uh, you know, away from the game. And so when you have guys like that in the building, um, you know that that goes a long way. And so uh, you know, just can't say enough for the of the job that Howie and his staff has, have done putting this team together and the, the character of the guys that we have in the locker room and the leaders we have in the locker room. And that that helps you get through some some tough times as well. So. Um, you know, again, we got we had a good game game yesterday. We got to look to build on that um, and, and try to go two in a row. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Martin Frank. Nick, how, how has the Davion Taylor compensated for what he's lacked in, in experience? Um, and have you been more you know, willing for with a young guy like that to maybe overlook sometimes when there are mistakes because of his upside? Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of talent, Jeff. Um, with his his athleticism, his speed, um, you know, he can make up for some of those things. Uh, you know, some of that lack of experience because he has that that ability. And so that you know, playing that position, um, I think that's that you, you go through some of those growing pains too that that a quarterback has to go through, right? Diagnosing all that, you know, making calls, diagnosing everything that's going on, run pass, um, and so. Um, there's no doubt what you said, you know, his athleticism has, has allowed him to, to make up for a little bit of his, uh, lack of playing time. Um, but that, that will grow, you know, he'll grow more and more and more each week, um, through the, through the reps that he's getting. And, and so, uh, you know, as long as, as he's willing to put in the work and he's definitely one of those guys that is another high character, uh, guy that's, that, that works hard, that loves football, that's tough, that's willing to put in the work to get better every single day. And, uh, you know, and so 
when a guy gets better every single day, it is. It's it's the two things, right? One, they're getting more reps, and two, they care about the, their teammates. They care about the sport. They care about being being the best version of themselves they can be, and, and they got no choice when it's when it is like that. They have no choice uh, to get better, and so that's definitely something I've seen from from Davion uh, throughout this year. We'll go to Martin and then Zach Berman. Hey, Nick. Um, yesterday you mentioned that um, Devontae could be like a good player in this league for a long time, and I was, I was wondering if you could expound on that a little bit. I mean, I know you've had a lot of experience with some really good wide receivers. Um, like, where do you see Devontae's potential, you know, compared to maybe some of those guys? And, and, how, and I, I assume he's probably just like scratching the surface for what his like true potential can be, am I right? Yeah, where where I see again, I think it all starts. Forget the forget um, any physical tools. Uh, he's a smart player, um, and he's he's tough. Um, that you just you just see that over and over. And I, again, I think I've mentioned that before. Like smart and tough guys. Like let's let's get a lot of those guys right because you know you can't get on the bus without those guys. So it starts there. His just his mental makeup of who he is. He's mentally tough. He's physically tough. Um, so it starts with that, that, uh, mental makeup, uh, of, uh, Devante. And then you add in the skill, right? Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of tough people out there mentally, physically. Um, but then they don't have that, the skill to play in this game. He's got a ton of skill, um, where I see it, um, is, you know, I think he catch, he, he's just got really solid hands, really good hands. I know he's had a couple drops. I don't know exactly how many he has. I don't think it's a lot, but, you know, he's he's got really solid hands. That's going to be able to make tough catches, um, and he's just really good. He's he's he knows how to attack defenders at a very young age. Like he he he's seen different looks of how he how he needs to attack defenders, um, and then and then he's just um, he's really good in and out of the break. I think you saw a couple times yesterday him just drop his weight. Be able to transition in and out of breaks to separate from, to to create throws for for Jalen uh, to be able to make uh, easy throws, and so those those couple things you know the the obviously the mental makeup of of Devante and then those those physical skills that I just mentioned right there are going to be why he continues to um, to ascend in this league. You know him him playing through you know an injury uh yesterday you know that that's something that it's a long season in this season in this NFL and you know he just you know I I can't say enough how tough he is to be able to play through uh things that he he has got to play through and uh go out there and play the type of game he did and so really happy he's on this football team and look to look forward to continuing to watch him develop uh as the season continues Zach and then Rob Mati Hey, good afternoon, Nick. Uh, with the running backs, you've spoken during the past few months about keeping players fresh, riding the hot hand, but how specifically do you determine that rotation? Is that up to Jamal Singleton during the course of the game, or do you script out a distribution going into the game depending on situations? Yes, yes to both, uh, Zach. Yes to both of those. Again, you ride, you do ride the hot hand as you go. And, you know, as we're, as we're calling the game, as Shane and I are calling – calling the game and uh, and going through it, that's something that, you know, is left up to Jamal in, in a lot of senses. But, um, and so, like, hey, because, he, you know, he's got, the, he's got the feel of what's going on in there. But um, there's also plays on our call sheet, and, you know, it could be anywhere from 10 to 15 plays out of all the plays on your call sheet. It could be more than that 
where you're, hey, I'm in 11 personnel and I want 14 in the game. And so that's that's dictated out before, you know, or I'm in 12 personnel and I want 24 in the game or and it can be like any of those. So sometimes, yes, it's it's done um, throughout the week. And sometimes it is the feel of the way the game is going. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's the answer is that, that we handle it both ways. Zach. Uh, so uh, I'm pleased with the way the running back rotation has went. Obviously, we've been running the ball well. Uh, we've been running, and, and it's like, uh, you know, we continue to, to even out those reps. You know, I think they all what did, they both had 80 yards or some 80 plus yards yesterday. And so uh, it was good to just get, keep them fresh and, and keep going. They were running the ball well. Uh, both made a lot of really good runs. Really, really what um, I continue to see this football team do, and it starts with these running backs, is, is protect the football. Like, there's a couple plays. That could have went, you know. Jalen gets hit right on a uh, on that on that deep ball or on a pe- on a play yesterday, and Jason Kelsey's right there to to fall on the ball, right. And then you saw Devontae come across the middle, and he got in some traffic, and he put two hands on the ball, like like we always talk about, and and what he's practiced a thousand times. And then what you saw from the backs is, you know, I, I just just really want to point this out with the backs, like. We, we talk a lot about keeping the ball away from the defense. So, I mean, this is just football one-on-one. If I'm carrying the ball on the left sideline, I want the ball on my left arm so I can use my stiff arm and I can protect the ball if, I, if it gets knocked out and I can protect myself. Um, and you saw Boston do that two times in the game yesterday where he, he, he was trying to go right, so he had it put in his right arm. He had to cut back left. He got out of traffic, put it in his left arm, was able to use his stiff arm. And then, and then you saw... Um, you saw Jordan Howard, you know, a lot of times in this game, um, when you're going to the ground as a ball carrier, your natural tendency, if you guys all would stand there and, and start to go to the ground, your natural tendency is be to put your arms out. I know we're not in person right now, so you're not really seeing me, but just to put your arms out. Well, you know, there was a couple times, especially in that, and when we were kind of milking the clock and running the clock out where Jordan Howard was on his way to the ground, but he kept that same ball security that he, that he needed. And so I can't say enough uh, about how well the guys have done taking care of the football um, and, and really protecting that football. And you saw, you know, there was some opportunities for the Broncos, you know, to, to have some of those yesterday, but our guys protected it well. And conversely on the other side, right, that we took one away uh, in a very critical moment to help us to help us get a touchdown. So, um, and that starts with the running backs and, and Jalen because they're touching the ball every every play. So, wanted to make sure I said that about our backs of how good the job they're doing protecting the football um, through you know throughout this season. We have time for two more, so we'll go to Rob and then Ed Crafts. Hey Nick, what would you say to anyone who has already come to the conclusion? that Jalen Hurts can't be a franchise quarterback. And for the record, I'm not saying that he can't. Um, yeah, watch the last three games. Um, and, and, and that's, that's the biggest, biggest one right there. Right. And so, you know, you look at, he started, is it 13 or 14 games? I'm looking at Bob right here, 14 games now. And so, um, you know, you start that many games, and and you know, in the other rookie quarterbacks in this class, again, I, all all like again, I'm not even really thinking about them, but all the rookie quarterbacks in this class, what are at about ten? It's about ten or eleven or ten right now, um, at the most nine nine or ten, and so like you know, 
you just got to, uh, to me, it's like, well, there, he's still a rookie, right? He's still, he's still in his rookie season. And essentially, if you count the amount of games started. And so, and all I see is improvement every day and, and from, from him, because uh, again, it's, it, it starts with the type of person that Jalen is and how much he loves this sport and how much he loves his teammates and so, and how tough he is. And he just, he doesn't make the same mistake twice. And so, um, I just see, I just see his arrow completely pointed up. I we, I think we've all seen um, the way he's played, the way he played yesterday. Um, you know, again, when we got into the second half, we, you know, we kind of took the air out of it a little bit, um, and we we played a little bit style different the way our our defense was playing and the lead that we have. But if you look at that first half of the way he played, he was doing some things yesterday that were really that really were special. Um, the play he made to Dallas Goddard um, is a big time football play, and I think if you look back and you and you and you look maybe five weeks ago, I think that he probably tucks that and runs and maybe gets ten, right? Um, and to yesterday he stepped up in the pocket, he stepped up with two hands on the football. I, I mean, uh, and look how good he's done taking care of the football just in the just as far as interceptions and. Uh, fumbles, right? He steps up in the pocket. He rips through. He slides in the pocket. He keeps his eyes down the field, and he delivers a strike uh, across the middle. Um, and so that just, you know, again, I just see him making strides over and over and over again. Um, I mentioned yesterday in, in the press conference that, um, you know, we had a shot play called, the one that Devontae scored on, and we actually had that called uh, a couple times earlier in the drive, and, and they didn't give us a look that we liked. And Jalen was able to check out of that play and get us into a, a better play. They got us two first downs uh, on top of that. And so, um, you know, again, I just see him making strides in all aspects of his game. Um, and and whether and my job here and Jalen's job is to not focus on franchise quarterback uh, moving forward. It's about what can we do today to get us ready for Sunday. And what can we do tomorrow to get us ready for Sunday? And I know I sound like uh, the, I say this every week, and but my message isn't going to change, right? What can we do today to get ready for the next game? I promise you guys, I do know who we play the week after that. I just I happen to see the, a schedule today. I don't know who we play the week after that. And so all I'm focused on is how we get this team ready to play uh, for the New Orleans Saints. All right, how do we make the corrections that we may, we miss we missed against um, the Denver Broncos and get ready for the New Orleans Saints in the process. So um, I think that's Jalen's mindset. That's my mindset. Um, it's just how we're going to keep getting better each week, and uh, the rest will take care of itself. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, hi, Nick. Um, hey, it's pretty easy to see uh, Devontae Smith's improvement. Obviously, he plays a skill position, but someone like Landon Dickerson, what has he brought to the line, you know, the physicality that he plays with, uh, how much has that meant to what's happening with the run game, and how has he gotten better uh, from you know week one till now? Yeah, uh, he, I think he, he he had a really good game yesterday. We graded him out uh, really well, and he he played he played a really good game again. When you uh, I, I I haven't met with the team yet. Um, we we gave him today off, but he'll be getting the game ball with the rest of the offensive line. Anytime you rush for over two hundred yards, that offensive line is going to get a game ball, and so uh, he was a big part of that. Obviously, uh, I think he just he's just getting more and more comfortable with the different looks um, that he's getting, but from the defense and the different movements and the and the speed of the game and the strength of the game. Um, you know, he did a couple nice things. There was a, a our last run of the day yesterday. 
um, when we were in that four minute, we had to get another first down to to, to end the game. We couldn't take we couldn't take a knee because um, there was like two thirty five left. You saw him pull around the edge. So you, right, we've seen him dominate inside, being able to move. But then yesterday on that play, he pulled and, and was able to get out in space and, and, and show some athleticism out in space too. Um, so I just continue to see him develop. I think that big a big credit of that goes to obviously Landon, a, a huge credit of that, you know, because he, again, he's the right he had the right makeup to to reach his potential. Um, and then having a player like Jason Kelsey next to him, uh, that's that's big time, right? And Jordan Mulata on the other side. But, you know, Jason's seen everything in this league, right? So his, I think Jason's experience is oozing off to um, off to Landon, right? He's got such a, a good presence next to him. Um, the, the type of game that, that Jason played and, 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 and Lane Johnson played yesterday, I mean, those guys – uh, that offense line played really well, and it really started with with uh, Jason and uh, and with Lane, um, and and moved down to the other guys as well. So uh, I continue to see uh, Landon get better. He cares. He's tough. He's physical, um, and and he's going to just keep getting better. And, and Coach Stout's a great coach uh, that will come. Will will if if Landon comes in a day and he's he doesn't feel like getting better that day, I promise you that Jeff Stoutland will make sure that he's he's feeling ready to get to get better that day. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thanks. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.